Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it! What is good, everybody? It's your boy Troy King, aka T King Mode, and we're back. TL Fantasy Football, and on my right is the one, the only Laquan Jones, aka Real Deal Fantasy. What's up, my guy? How you feeling tonight? What's good, bro? Another show, another week. We got a lot to cover. Some good football, some good content, and off top, I gotta talk my shit, my guy. I gotta dub this week. You you want to explain how I beat you by this right here, bro? It was less than a point, my guy. So less, less than, than a point. point. So what? A dub is a dub. Is a win? Is a win? Is a win? Bro, listen, that was BS. But listen, we got best ball league together. LQ and I had a couple leagues together. He beat me by less than a point because Daniel Jones. It was it was BS. But I'm not gonna bore y'all with it. So. Meyer. I mean, Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Brissett. Don't don't let don't let that slide under. Anyways, but listen, man. <laughs> like I, I ain't worried about you. Look, we ain't gonna be talking about that. A win is but, a win. Yeah. What's up, everybody in the chat, man? Appreciate y'all rocking with us tonight. I'm really excited for y'all to be here. But we're about to get we're about to get into it, man. Look, y'all can find us here every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But let's kick it off, man. We're gonna talk about Monday night football. We tease a little bit. Cowboys versus the Giants. It started off very ugly. It started mm-hmm. off very ugly. What's up, everybody in the chat? What's good, everybody? But nah, it, it started off ugly. But let's let's talk about what happened, right? So Cowboys get the dub. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of good decent fancy performances right at first. Yeah. CD Lamb with that drop, that disgusting drop. I was oh, mortified. Wow. I know a bunch of people in the chat were mortified, but like, he he made up for it, right? CD Lamb he had eight yeah. for eighty seven and a touchdown. Zeke actually looked like he did his thing a little bit, scored a touchdown. We had mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, isn't it? But I'm not gonna. Look, I'm gonna let you. Let's start with the Cowboys. LQ. Tell me what you thought about the Cowboys, the fantasy performers. I want to get your perspective on how everyone did. So listen, I was excited to see you know the run game. The run game was looking good. One two punch. Tony Pollard looking like a stud. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they they get all excited about Tony Pollard, but we come to find out, not many people have him in their starting lineups. I mean, I know a few handful of people that put him in the flex, but. Zeke isn't washed. That's that's you know get that clear. Zeke is still being Zeke. He's still hitting the edge, still finding the holes. The vision's still there. The balance is there, et cetera, et cetera. Like Zeke is still a valuable fantasy player. Look, Zeke is, and I've been I've been saying all that right because the problem is I know he doesn't have as much juice as Tony Pollard. I'm a Zeke guy. I'm a Zeke guy, but he he. 
he does what you need him to do and like he's a great pass blocker mm-hmm. he gets the dirty yards you know he like he gets mm-hmm. the first down so he does what the coaching staff needs him to do he's a way better pass blocker than Tony Pollard I know pass blocking really? doesn't score fantasy points but you need that to get on the field and look he he did his thing had a like I believe a 27 yard run or something like that but yes Tony Pollard he got the juice and <laughs> I I'm not a huge Tony Pollard guy I, I like him I think he's talented I just don't ever see a realm where he's going to be the RB1 of that offense. They paid Zeke way too much money. So until they have an oh. out in his contract, Listen. Zeke is going to do. Like he's Don't continue. mention the money, man. The money. No, but you, but the also, but, but it's, a, it's a combination of money and also he's not completely washed. I think like it's a yeah. combination of both. So Tony Pollard's never going to get that opportunity to be the RB1 in that offense as long as Zeke's there. So like, and but, they, but they're carries. One thing about that I noticed the past couple of weeks is that their carries are getting very close to each other. So Zeke had 15 yeah. rushes, Tony Pollard had 13 rushes. The surprising thing yesterday about Tony Pollard is that we didn't see receptions from him. So no. that's what we've been seeing these past couple of weeks. You know, like he's been the target guy for whatever reason. They weren't targeting Tony Pollard, but he didn't need it because he was so efficient on the ground. And yeah. thankfully, Zeke got the touchdown, but he, he ran well again. He had 15 for 73 yards. I really like what I saw from Zeke, but let's talk about another guy who's been the wide receiver two on the team. Hmm. So look, Michael Gallup, we know that he didn't suit up. We know that Dalton Schultz, he was also injured. Noah Brown. So Noah Brown is somebody who's been deeper leagues. I've had to play him in deeper leagues. Noah Brown at five for 54. He he hasn't, he's been producing like, I'm not saying he's been like a wide receiver one or two, but He's some. He's been flex worthy. He has been flex worthy this year. I mean, what do you think about Noah Brown? Like, is there somebody even when Gallup comes back? Are you starting him in a deeper league? What's your opinion about Noah Brown? I mean, I, I like him for being productive with what he's given. I know he has the volume on the table for him because Cooper Rush is passing to the wide receivers he was very comfortable with playing with the twos or in preseason and practice, et cetera, et cetera. That tends to happen with the backup you know, quarterback. He throws to who he's most comfortable with. He knows he has the stars there. But listen, Dalton Schultz wasn't playing either. So you have to look at it like Noah Brown, his value, is it, it's based on what's given to him on the table. And I like him as a you know reliable flex play if you're dealing with injuries you know if you got you know like basically like a guy in concussion protocol or something like that is questionable you could throw Noah Brown in there because you know he's healthy he's ready to go Michael Gallup is still on the way back we don't know how he's going to look in that offense once he gets back so he's going to be a little sluggish maybe eased in not a lot of snap opportunities etc etc I'm I'm curious if Michael Gallup is cleared day one is he just gonna go back to being michael gallup or like i'm maybe that's what they're waiting for right maybe they're waiting for him to okay like we're gonna unleash you to do your thing and that's why we're holding him out or if it's gonna be like are they gonna ease him in and noah brown's gonna have a role most likely when michael gallup's back and dalton schultz is back we're not gonna talk about noah brown and they talking about back being back next week it's kind of like crazy i'll call bs man that's cap that's big cap we can agree on that that is big cap. I don't yeah. I don't want him to come back next week. Let's put it like that. You got your boy Cooper Rush. He's 3 0 as a Exactly. Well, why rush him? Like, you know what it is? Dak, Dak's probably saying that because he sees that Cooper Rush is balling. Yeah, yo, chill. I got to get back. I don't know, Jay, that ass about this uh, quarterback controversy. <laughs> I mean, but here, listen, look, I'm, I know people have been saying that. Quarter. I know Cooper Rush 
the three and no, it's Dak's job. I'm not worried about that. We've been yeah. talking about the Cowboys a lot. Let's move over to the Giants. And ugh. well, first I gotta say, yo, Sterling Shepard. I hope that Sterling Shepard heals up because this ooh. might be this might be it. This might be it. He has had so many injuries in his career. He's been talented. I feel like every time he's on the field and he's healthy, he's been a PPR machine. He has the volume. He has the ability to be the number one, but it's like you can't stay healthy, bro. And I mean, I mean he, he was five for forty nine before he bro. left. Like like last play of the game, he gets hurt. I'm just like uh, I feel so bad for Sterling Shepard, but let, let's let's talk about some of the other guys, you know, yep. who were for, played for the Giants. So Daniel Jones, we'll start with him. He was 20 for 37, 196 yards and one INT. He did rush the ball a few times. That, that's what kind of saved his day a little bit because that's, that's just, I'm telling you, that's why I beat you, to be honest. I mean, that's, that's why he beat you. Score right here. Like, but we, we, right? we ain't got to talk about the score in the back. No, but. <laughs> But listen, so yeah, so that's the only thing you sort of like about Daniel Jose rushing yeah. the ball, but he's he's not good. He's I'm sorry, he's not good. No, Let's no. talk about who someone who actually is good on the team. Saquon Bartley. I am so happy that he's healthy again. Knock on wood. I hope I haven't jinxed him for the rest of the season. I'm about to but, say, nah. listen, he is back. No, nah, let, 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 let's break back. down his numbers, bro. He had 14, 14 rushes for 81 yards, touchdown, four reception, 45 yards. That's vintage Saquon. He had that long run. Oh, yo, and I, I see someone talking about Kenny Galladay. We are not talking. That dude trash. Hell, no. I know. We, we, I know. Like compared to maybe compared to as normal people, Kenny Galladay. I don't know what's going on with Kenny Galladay. We have not seen the Lions Kenny Galladay at all. Oh yeah, make sure everybody likes this. Appreciate y'all rocking. Make sure everybody likes the video. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe. Appreciate y'all. But. Yo, listen, Kenny Galladay's is so trash, man. And this, uh, I, I want them to, just, I want them to cut their losses. I want them to move on. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Dead money, he's man. Been, That's it's dead money, but at this point, it might be worth it. Like, what's the point of keeping? He's playing like four I mean, snaps. He's dropping balls. It. Is it worth it to have that much dead cap? With so, what are you gonna do? So, you're just gonna keep them? I mean, oh, keep them, eat it. You just gotta yeah, keep them. The sorry production. I mean, put them in when you put them in. It's like, bro, I'm not taking that cap hit in dead money when one. You know, I know. Well, I, I get it. I get it. You shouldn't take the dead cap, but I'm just but tired of looking at next year. You need a quarterback because you want the cap and you have to pay Saquon. Sterling Shepard basically done as a giant. I mean, like, I don't see him coming back. And I mean, yes. Saquon. You yeah, have so some, many other problems bigger than Kenny Very well said, Dynasty Barry. Some come fallacy. But yeah, but everybody, yo, make sure y'all liking that video. Appreciate y'all. But yeah, but let's talk about yo. Rid- so the other two, well, let's look at. We talk about Kenny Galladay. Their other wide starting wide receivers are, ugh, bro. They got Richie James and David Sill or their other because you know Kadarius Tony and Wanda Robinson are banged yeah, up, yeah. and you know Kadarius Tony began the doghouse and stuff. I don't know what's going on with him, but there's a prime. They're just screaming. There's a, such an open slot for being a wide receiver one, and we just need somebody to take it, right? Richie James and David Sills aren't going to be the wide receiver one for this team. I need Kadarius Tony and Wanda Robinson to get healthy so we can do the fantasy point because the only one you want on the team is Saquon. I think it's kind of obvious. It's just yeah. – and the Giants are just – like they, they also – they're three and one. They've had a decent start, but it's just – we, Kadarius Tony is the most talented guy in the team outside of Saquon. I just want him to get on the field, be healthy, and he deserves like 10 targets a game because he's just so talented. He's a playmaker, but 
He's, he's a playmaker, but look, he just got to start getting in trouble and he needs to stay healthy. But, <laughs> but you know what? That, and then, but what? Well, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Giants. But yeah, Daniel Jones, I, you're only playing him if it's a super flex league. But I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> oh, I like this nickname for him. Uh, <laughs> I like that nickname hey, for him. Pull the tape. Wait, what did I say? I said, aren't really half bad. I said that. No, he did. <laughs> I said that. But no, but like, they aren't half bad in terms of like, they, look, they were undefeated. Like, I'm giving them the credit. Like, nah. I'm giving them the credit. Like, like look, there's, because Dayball, I like what Dayball is doing. They have creative yeah. play calling. One of the things I do like about the Giants is that they have creative play calling for once in their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been a struggle, but like Jason Garrett and people like that. So at least there's somewhat, you know, and that's somewhat thing, interesting to yeah. watch. No, they got to be disciplined as well because yeah. some of Daniel Jones' best throws of the night didn't count. Like that one catch to Kenny Galladay, it didn't. Yeah, count. that was like a really where he stepped up in the pocket and zipped it, and it was just like holding. Look, he he has his he has his moments. He has his moments. The yeah. problem is, it just Daniel Jones. I know he's had a bunch of offensive that coordinators. Trash too. Like, the all lines trash, but like. I'm sorry, bro. He ain't the answer. Like you can give him all the excuses you want. We we've seen enough Dan Jones. Next year, watch. <laughs> we we seen enough Dan Jones to know that. Look, Carolina. Every back quarterback. I don't think he he deserves. I don't think he deserves a starting job. I don't see him. Oh. Do you see? Do you think he's gonna be a starter if he gets? Oh, he's gonna take the Trubisky route. He's gonna be a backup behind. Yeah, that's him. what he's gonna do. He's gonna take the Trubisky route. I don't see him. Or he's he's gonna be a bridge guy. I feel like he's gonna be a bridge guy for the rest of his life. <laughs> you know, quarterback life until he can end up like a Josh Rosen, but we're not going to put that on him. No, nah, look, any, I don't think he's going to be. Look, he's better than Josh Rosen. <laughs> but anyways, I'm tired of talking about the Monday Night Football game. We're about to get for y'all don't know. We're about to get into fire content only and worst thirst. Those are segments that we do about players that we're excited about for the week and players that we want to pump the brakes on for the week. Before we get into that, we'll remind everybody to. Look, like the video, subscribe. If you're already subscribed. We appreciate you rocking with us, tuning in, commenting, and all that. So thank you guys so much. But yeah, we're about to go into different segments. LQ is going to be first. He's going to tell you about some players for week four that you should keep on your radar who should be exceeding expectations. He's going to break down oh. why. And then I'm going to talk about worst Thursdays players that are probably going to let you down. But I'm going to head out. Uh, it's going to be LQ's time to shine. He's going to tell you about players. That he's excited about, and then we're going to debate it. All right, so I'm gonna do right, my thing. I'm gonna bounce. Long, I'm gonna bounce, and I'm gonna let LQ do his thing. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? It's your boy LQ, Mr. Real Deal Fantasy HQ Fire Content. Only you see the face, you know the case. So I got some players this week that need to be on your roster, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, this week we need to load up and get some guys that are going to be able to produce some points. So these guys, I got ex- exceeding all expectations. So right now, I got. Rashad Penny. Now, listen, it's been mid. He started the season off mid. Under eight fantasy points, not that many targets, you know, three catches, four targets. Look a little yucky, but what's encouraging is he has 68% of the snap participation in that backfield last week. I mean, we all want Kenneth Walker to, you know, be the guy to be the number one, but it's looking like he is taking that role at the number two because the week before that, with Kenneth Walker's debut, he had 
basically Penny still took over that backfield with 42% of the snap participation. Now, Penny for the bounce back season, he has the layup this week against the Lions. They're giving up the most rushing touchdowns and they give the most second fantasy points per game to the running back position. So the bounce back is upon us, people. Penny is a lock. Now, Isaiah McKenzie, whew, he came in hot last week, 21 fantasy points. Listen, he has the greatest matchup you'll probably see this season against the Ravens, who are giving up big plays. They're number one in 458 yards per game, people. Not only are they giving up the most yards to wide receivers, the most catches to wide receivers, they're giving up the most touchdowns to the slot position. They're giving up the most yards to the slot position as well. So Isaiah McKenzie... Chef Kiss set up for success this week. He's a lock. Moving on to David Njoku, man. Listen, he has the Falcons this week. David Njoku finally got activated last week where he put up a big performance. Ten targets, nine catches, 90% catch rate, people. This is a reliable target for Jacoby Brissett. He's a quarterback. You know, he's not that great. He's struggling a little bit, but he looked good last Thursday when utilizing David Njoku. So he's going against the Falcons. Listen, he finished... First, well, tied first with Mark Andrews last week in the receiving yards. And I think this is where he'll get the bulk of his fantasy points this week against the Falcons. He had a 32% target share last week. They paid him all this money. Why not use him? So those are my fire guys this week, fire players only. Troy, get your ass back up here, boy. I'm back, baby. Here, let me get back on my side where I belong. There we go. So let's talk about some of your players. Right, I agree with most of them. I agree with most of them. Rashad Penny, though, I can't rock with Rashad Penny, right? Because here's the thing. The problem is that offense, the offense itself is inconsistent. Like, sometimes, you know, it looks good, but they just – and also, Rashad Penny's not catching passes. So, it's not no, a great offense. That, that is what made me hesitate, but yeah. he's still getting the bulk of the workload. And it's the Lions. I mean, they just put a safety on IR today, and I definitely feel as though – that defense isn't as locked in as everybody wants it to be. So Rashad Penny, you know, we all hyped him up. Well, not all of I us. I didn't hype him up. I'm not. I didn't not either, but I, listen, the fantasy community hyped up Rashad Penny to be that guy, to be the guy that's going to have all these yards per carry and et cetera, et cetera. He's looking very mid, but this is the bounce back that I believe that he needs. He needed this matchup. You know what I mean? Going against San Fran ain't no joke. You know what I mean? And that was his worst game. And I feel as though he has a layup this week. Send him. I get it. The, the competition against Detroit Lions is a good matchup. I think he's lower in RB2 flex play kind of guy. I just, I'm just not a huge, I'm just not very excited about, bro, get Jordan out of here. No, but listen, I'm about to kick him out of the chat. But nah, but Rashad Penny, I think he, he's, he's kind of mid to me. He has his moments where he, he has his moments where he looks good. I just, between the splitting between him and Kenneth Walker and the offense, doesn't excite me that much. I just think this week maybe is a good play long term. I still have my concerns about him, especially because he doesn't catch passes. So, uh, but yeah. I like your other choices. Love David Njoku, Isaiah McKenzie. I agree with all yours. But now, now is my turn. Now I'm going to tell y'all about players that you need to be worried about this week that you're going to you're going to have to pump the brakes on, right? So, worst thirst, everybody. What's up? It's your boy Troy, aka T King Mo. First, I'm going to start out with Allen Robinson, yo. Allen Robinson <laughs> has been killing me. He's been killing me over the past couple weeks. So first week, he sucked. Last week, he was okay. You know, he's good because he scored a touchdown. This week, he dropped the touchdown. Just And the problem is, 
he's touchdown dependent. He's basically a streaming tight end at this point. He needs a touchdown to be good. He's getting maybe four to five targets a game. I like that he's being targeted in the red zone, but I need my receivers to not only be targeted in the red zone. I need more consistent, you know, targets elsewhere. Ben, I can't say his last name, Stranakic or whatever his name is. The, he's out targeting Allen Robinson. And obviously Cooper Cup's Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby's out targeting him. It's just Allen Robinson at this point, you drafted him to be a wide receiver too. And he's been nothing but at best a flex play. So if you're going to play him, it's going to flex play and you're praying for a touchdown. But I'm not excited about Allen Robinson. He's not somebody I believe you need to start. Traylon Burks is my next guy. Traylon Burks is somebody that I believe he's going to be good, but the issue is, is that I don't I don't see it happening at least this week. The, the thing about what we've seen so far is that he gets some opportunities, but it's still a Derrick Henry show. We When people drafted him, they think, oh, A.J. Brown's gone. He's just going to slide into the A.J. Brown role, and we haven't seen that. We've seen Robin, you know, Robert Woods getting more involved, and we've seen like guys like Austin Hooper, Jeff Swain, you know, Ryan Tannehill's just spreading it all over the place. It's just I was expecting it to be the Traylon Burke show early on when I first drafted him, but it hasn't come to that. Maybe towards the end of the season, as the season goes on, we'll see Traylon Burks become that alpha. But as of right now, he's not showing off the numbers. Right now, he's like wide receiver 71. That's not somebody that you got to start. You know what I'm saying? So just be careful of Traylon Burks. At best, he's a flex play at this point. And lastly, this is somebody that's actually been producing for fantasy that I'm telling you to be wary of. It is Devin Duvernay. Devin Duvernay right now, he's about wide receiver 21. He's in that 21 area right now. And the But the issue is it's on the back of touchdowns. He's been getting like two receptions every single game, and he's barely getting targeted. So that's not something that's sustainable for fantasy. Like I need my, guy, my wide receiver if I'm playing you. This is where, you know, rankings – could be deceiving. Like I need somebody to be getting more than two receptions again, because you're going to put him in there and he's going to give you a dud if he's only getting targeted so many times, or if he's scoring on like a kickoff or whatever. So just be wary of Devin Duvernay. I know if you just look, Oh, wide receiver 21. Oh my God. It's so exciting. But nah, like you got to look at the big picture, right? You got to look at the opportunities. So be very wary of that. But yeah, I'm going to bring LQ back just because unfortunately I have to, I wish I could just do this myself, but LQ, let's bring your ass back over here. Hey, watch your mouth, yo. <laughs> but okay, so what's your opinion on some of the guys that you know I'm talking about? Listen, I like Traylon Burks. I mean, it, it, it is unfortunate right now the situation, just based on what that offense is how it's looking. But good things are on the up for Derrick Henry, and maybe that can you know get things going the next following week. But he's also a guy you know he's already your questioning put into your starting lineups. It's it's a rookie, so, you know, there's guys like Eric Wilson, you know, Drake London who are showing up and showing out, but you still got to, you know, have that question mark of, like, who are you starting this rookie over? Because you most likely got him in the later rounds of the draft. But um, I'm not going to speak on Allen Robinson because um, I, I hyped him up this season. And bro, he's been saying it's – No, but though, listen, bro, like, I, I drive – I have Allen Robinson a bunch of places, and it just yeah. – Obviously, after the first week was absolutely disaster. Stafford didn't even look at him. And we had some hope when he scored the touchdown. But then you saw last week, again, he, he was if he scored the touchdown, yes. we would think a little bit better. But the problem is we're just realizing we break down the numbers. It's 
because he scored a touchdown. It's like I just need yeah. more consistency. It's a volume like, thing, man, and I don't know what this offense is doing this season. Yeah. I mean, I hate to admit it, but Tyler Higby is looking like the solid second option moving he's forward. Because, no, he's, he's, been, he's been great for fantasy. Because watching Stafford take his reads, it's like if Cooper Cup isn't there, he's immediately looking in the middle of the field for Tyler Higby. He's force-feeding yeah. Tyler Higby. I said this last week where he has five interceptions and three of them are targeting Tyler Higby. So it's like he's force-feeding him right now. But I guess, you know, we just have to wait and see how all this shapes up. And also because we know Allen Robinson, he plays the X. So it's like the X, it's like he's – it's just not in this offense. If you're not playing the slot, it feels like Matthew Stafford isn't looking at you. If you're not in the middle of the field or you're not playing the slot, Stafford isn't going to look at you. And I feel like, and we're going to continue to see that. You know, sometimes I feel like when we get to the, he gets to the goal line, maybe you throw a jump ball for Allen Robinson. It's just, it's just too inconsistent. I just can't rely on my quote unquote wide receiver two to just be touchdown dependent again you might as well be a streaming tight end if my wide receiver two is going to be touchdown dependent. good thing is though he was already of value in draft so most likely he was already your flex so pivot to another no, guy. And it, it, i feel like as i feel like you know closer to the draft people are drafting him like fourth fifth round because look the hype Maybe, is slowly yeah. creeping creeping up and we saw what obj did in the super bowl like oh alan robinson could do that he finally has a good quarterback yeah. so these are some things that we had to deal with so it was just uh I'm just a little bit skeptical. Of we'll take it to the chin. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But all right, guys. Now what we're going to do is we're going to switch over to the waiver wire. I'm going to switch over to the waiver wire because I know everybody is going to be putting their waiver wire claims in tonight after this show. I'm going to be finalizing, double-checking, seeing you know, my fans, seeing, oh, did I invest enough? I got to double-check all that, right? So yeah. there's a lot of guys. So. I'm just going to start off with some of the obvious guys, and then we're going to go to some that are deeper leagues. So you guys got like Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, priority ad. He's he's, he's number one on my list. He's absolutely number one on my list. Jamal Williams is there. Alexander Madison. I know Dalvin Cook, apparently he's going to be able to play for that yeah, shoulder he's, injury. Yeah, he's going to have like a – the harness. And harness he's, he's done it before, but I still would pick up Alexander Madison because we know one thing about Dalvin Cook: every single year he gets injured. It's just something you have to deal with. No, Alex, we, we always think, talk about Alexander Madison every. Single I honestly year. think he'll be RB one if he didn't miss any games, <laughs> like dead ass. Like I think oh, we draft him accordingly, knowing like he's going to be hurt. So his draft capital is what it is. Like he's not. I don't think it's be RB one, but I, I see what you're saying. But that's Absolutely the reason why. RB. What? what RB one overall? Overall. All right, yo, I need the chat to chime in on this. Do you think that Dalvin Cook would be RB one overall? And this is obviously a complete hypothetical. If he never got hurt, no, he wouldn't. That's absolutely ridiculous. No, he wouldn't. He would not. Okay. Anyways, I'm not even. Let, let's <laughs> you were nuts. We got more waiver wire guys to talk about. Okay. So then another guy. So this, these are some. Some obvious guys, if you watch some of the games, right? David Njoku, we talked about him. He's still mm-hmm. available. And Yahoo's 52% owned. He's going to be a very popular waiver wire pick. Tyler Conklin, I believe he's run the most routes of any tight end. Yes. And Anything, he's tied he, right now. And he's a tight end he's he's number one. He's a tight end one. So is this, yeah, he's tied with Travis Kelsey in targets right now. Think about that for a second. I think you should spend aggressively on – I would both. I would spend aggressively. Like if you need a tight end, look, I'm, I'm not an advocate of like, let's say you're not a tight end premium league, like flexing a tight end. But when you have a tight end, 
look, I'd rather flex Tyler Conklin and Allen Robinson. You know what I'm yo, saying? Like, watch your dig, Joe. No, what I'm, bro, what I'm saying is, like, I'm not a fan of doing that. But yeah. Tyler Conklin, when you get somebody that's consistently getting all those targets, I am worried, though. Zach, Zach Wilson might be back. So he might be ruining everybody. So he might ruin everyone. He might not target Tyler Conklin. So that's why I want Joe Flacco to stay. Just, just stay for a couple of weeks, I've been Joe. Saying this before preseason, he needs to stay. Stop. Don't bring Zach Wilson back. Oh, again, we have some more, but he, he called it out early. So I appreciate it. But Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler is somebody. If you're, you can scoop him up, he's going to be for free. You can keep him for free or very cheap. In case he has some type of role in the offense, but I think Alexander Madison, if Dalvin Cook is out, Alexander Madison's definitely going to be the guy. Maybe Ty Chandler will be mixed in somehow. Bro, disrespect. No, Alan Robinson is disrespecting my fantasy team for being so sorry. <laughs> nah, watch your mouth. Bro. Nah, he's being so sorry on my fantasy team, bro. Tell Alan Robinson to, you know, do something. But, uh, but anyways, there's some other guys. Greg Dorch. You know, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been everything that we want Rondell Moore to be. He's been consistent. He's been getting targets, targets on the field. And again, I feel like in a way he's kind of playing that Christian Kirk role. Christian Kirk's been gone. Yeah. I feel like Greg Dorch has slid in there. And then I feel like even if Rondell Moore comes back, I don't see Greg Dorch just going to the bench. I think he's earned his job. Oh, I like this question right here. Hold on. Before we go. And Joku with Pitts, I'm taking Pitts, bro. I'm sorry. I cannot. We saw Pitts finally get targets. I cannot. I'm sorry. If, if I have to continue to play Pitts, I understand the question because Njoku balled out and he scored, yeah. but nah, it, it's Pitts for me, man. Like, yeah, I, but I, I, I understand the question, though. Oh, he said, oh, Wilson yeah. loved them in preseason. But he, here's the thing, man. I, I just don't. We preseason. I've seen a lot of things in preseason don't come to fruition, right? Look, just like Cole Komet. Cole Komet was supposed to get targets, and we saw it in preseason and come to fruition. But that Bears it's offense is they, dookie. But what the main my main point about Zach Wilson though is, I just feel like as of right now, in my opinion, I think it's kind of a slight tick down for all the wide receivers. Somehow, Joe yeah. Flacco is. Been he's been excellent. He's been excellent for a fantasy. No, but all bets aren't good. Joe Flacco Flacco has done something that I was not expecting, so I've been very impressed. But there's some other guys I want to talk about. Zay Jones, wide receiver for the Jaguars. Zay Jones to me, man, he's been he's been he's gotten, I think, nine plus targets two out of the last three games. The Jags look good. Trevor Lawrence is looking to him. Obviously, Christian Kirk's the wide receiver one, but I think Zay Jones has carved out you know the wide receiver two role in that offense. They paid him a lot of money to you know be brought to Jacksonville. So, oh, ill. Hold on, this is a gross question that Ray got. Do we have to? Right. Know, right? No, no, no. Listen, no. No, Q. You rank these guys: Zach Wilson, Justin God. Fields, Matt Jones, Trey Lance. Rank them real quick. I'm gonna go Rank Mac, them. Lance, mm-hmm. Wilson. Nah, I'm gonna go Fields Wilson then. Nah, to be Mac honest, look, Lance, what I've yeah. seen from what I've seen from Fields, man. Look, I think Fields could eventually be a good quarterback, but he's been awful. He's last. Chill, man. Chill. Nah, Fields is last, bro. Look, I, I think he's a talented dude, but I'm not. He he he's last until further notice, and. Zach Wilson, unfortunately, he's been hurt. So I haven't been flashes. Both of these guys have flashes, but nah, if I'm no, going no, to rank them by fantasy, 
I'm gonna do no, I'm gonna do rushing upside. Okay, no, Trey Lance. In terms of fantasy, if Trey Lance was healthy, he'd be number one. But in terms of real life quarterback, yeah, yeah See, no, 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 no. Me, me and J, me and Jay Rich are on the exact same page. Uh, exact same page. Lance, Mac, Wilson, Fields, bro. Have you Fields? They don't trust him to pass the ball. He's passed 17 times, bro. I can't remember what's going on. It, should, it shouldn't be that way, though. That's the problem. It should to me, not be the, that to way. me, the coaches are looking at him and whatever it is, they're like, yo, you are trash, my guy. He <laughs> might be a little bit in practice. They must be looking at him in practice, like, yo, Justin, we can't trust you to throw this ball. They need to and make it's a just, trade for Chase McDaniels. And also, no, we, we saw him throw the ball. He makes he's been making terrible decisions. He's not reading the field great. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that, not reading the is, field. He's not is. reading the field on a consistent basis, and he's making bad decisions. So that's where like, uh, never mind. We're gonna go back to running the ball. We we try to get you to throw it, and look what you did. Hey, <laughs> they run the ball very well. So listen, run the ball well. Not, I feel going. like it's it he said not feels fault. It's not all field's fault. <clears> like no. there's definitely a lot of field's fault, my guy. It, it's just it's I think again. I think that Justin Fields is a talented quarterback, and maybe I don't know if it's the coaching staff not calling the right plays, or I don't know if it's the offensive yeah. line, or maybe it's because the best wide receivers, is St. Brown. <laughs> like, there's there's yeah. definitely factors that are playing into Justin Fields not being as good as we want to. But at the same time, you can only make so many excuses, right? Eventually, you're gonna have yeah. to look. If you are that guy. Then you have to show some. You have to show more promise. Like it's one thing if he's like making certain decisions and he's looked good. No, I agree. Like, but again, it's not all his fault. But he's not absolved of any blame. He's yeah, not wide receivers, man. I want to stick with that narrative because it's freaking true. Because it's like, bro, he does. Man. But bro, but again, but it's like even if, but if does he look good? Does he make right decisions? Is it all? Is his receivers it, just it running around Ross all the time? Is his receivers running in the? Okay, again, it's a mixture of everything, right? But based off that question, or based off the question that Ray asked, he's last. He's last at all those quarterbacks. I'm sorry. For fantasy, I'm putting him last. This is a good question, too, about Russell Wilson, because that boy. Oh, let's talk about Russell. Okay, so what are you doing with Russell Wilson? Do you see him returning to form? He can't get any work, my guess. (laughs) My guess. He cannot get worse. I, I believe so. I just, I don't know what's going on with him. I wish I knew what was happening. I'm shocked that he looked this bad. He's just he it's looks like as you go. With, he you looks know, like happened. a veteran. He again, in some ways, Carson Wentz has looked better than Russell Wilson. Like they paid him all this money just to punt the ball <laughs> consistently. <laughs> like, no, they paid him all this money to what is he doing? Not all he's doing it. is checking downs and Javante Williams. Like this man ain't he doesn't look like Russell Wilson. And one of the things I've noticed is that he doesn't Bro, he's he, he's not as mobile. One thing about Russell is that he doesn't look as mobile as yeah. he has in the past with Seattle, and that's one of the things about Russ. Right, he was running around in the backfield. He created magic out of nothing. That's the thing that we loved about Russell Wilson. He yeah. found a way to make something out of nothing because he almost had to with the offensive line that he had back in Seattle. But whatever reason, it's just that he he's just not able to escape pressure. It's just like. Once a defender gets in the backfield, he, he's getting sacked. He, he's getting sacked or doing some dumb stuff. It's just like you're expecting that from like a Chase Daniels. You're not expecting that from Russell Wilson. Like it's just yeah. there's nothing that you can say about Russell Wilson that makes you feel good. Like, yeah, sometimes he throws to Cortland Sutton and he completes a pass, but it's like it's the basics. Like you should be doing like he's doing the bare minimum right now. And I feel that 
he's eventually going to become Russell Wilson again. But it's just because I just didn't expect him to be this bad. I don't see him getting worse. But what do you think, man? Do you think he goes back to form? Uh, yeah, I definitely see him going back to form because you got to realize the dude didn't play one snap during preseason. So this is basically him getting gelled into game speed. It's okay to practice with your guys and build the chemistry, you know, after practice, before practice, off field, et cetera, et cetera. But when you get in that game speed and you got teams blitzing you and you got teams coming at you fast, trying to take your head off, your old line is now experiencing, you know, the fool's game speed. And like, he didn't play one snap during preseason. I'm not too worried a hundred percent of like, if he's going to completely shit the bed, the entire season, but I think he'll turn it around by the time we're in week six, week seven. We'll start looking at this offense like, okay, they're starting to get it together. They're starting to go because the thing like, I can say, idiot, he's a moron. I mean, but 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 here's the thing. <clears throat> Let's. But I don't understand what the issue is. He has Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, two <clears throat> decent wide receivers. Calling. It comes down to and he's Javante too. Williams, and it's just like, and Albert O is just. I tell him he talks about that man was overhyped as hell going to fancy. Ain't but, nobody worried about no tight end. <laughs> I know, but then I just don't understand. But like, I think Russell Wilson eventually get better, but man, it's been a rough going. But anyways, let's get back to the waiver wire. We still got a couple guys. Craig Reynolds. So running back, he's with the Lions. Jamal Williams is still gonna be the RB1, but I think Craig Reynolds, we saw him get a little bit of work last week. With you know Swift banged up, I think Craig Reynolds. We saw him last year. Craig Reynolds, he actually had to start some games because Swift and Jamal Williams were hurt. So we saw Craig Reynolds. He actually looked pretty good last year, where he had to yeah. fill in. So he's somebody you get cheap or maybe for free off waivers just in case. I'm not saying you have to start him, but that's somebody you maybe want to scoop up and put on your bench if you're in a deep fantasy league. I'm sorry, dynasty league, you could do that. And you have Josh Reynolds. We saw Armand St. Brown. He's a little banged up. I think there's something going on with his ankle, I believe the injury is. So yeah. Josh Reynolds, he got a lot of targets last week. If Armand St. Brown can't go, Josh Reynolds, who knows? He could maybe fill in for that. So what, what are your opinions? Do you, you like those guys? Is there anyone else that we haven't talked about that you're looking at to pick up? I like Josh Reynolds. I mean, look, man, this <laughs> this Lions offense is very impressive, only for the simple fact, you know, they're top three in points per game right now. You got to look at it from what we saw last year with that Lions offense in general. Like, it's just a tragedy. But you got Jared Goff playing like a top 10, you know, quarterback, and he's spreading the ball around. I mean, I think the Lions have like six different players that have a touchdown right now and have 80 scrimmage yards, you know what I mean, at least. So it's like they're all getting involved. This offense is gelling together. Got TJ Hawk doing what he can do, and you got Swift doing what he does best, run the ball. And I really feel as though, you know, Josh Reynolds can be a nice plug-and-play if Amon Ra ain't ready to go. No, I agree. No, I, I like those guys. Is there anyone that we forget? I feel like those are the main guys that you're looking at unless you're in the Yeah, I mean, because Josh Reynolds has that previous history with, you know, chemistry with, obviously, Jared Goff when they were Rams. And, you know, I, I think – you know, that's really on the liable guy to pick up off the waivers, like I said, of Amon Riley. Right I mean, now. if you're in a deep league, Richie James, he's somebody that's been involved in the offense. And we talked about how Shepard's hurt. Kenny Galladay's one foot out the door. Kadarius Tony's hurt. Wando Robinson is hurt. Richie James, he's somebody that's been Disgusting. involved in the offense every single week. So maybe that's someone, if you're in a deeper league, that's somebody you look at as well. Horrendous. But all right, guys, we're – for our final segment, we are going to preview the Thursday night football game. For those who don't know, I am a diehard Dolphins fan. Boom. Do you know, baby? This is supposed to be the Tua show. You see this? 
Scott Fishbowl times Miami Why Dolphins. Do that shit, bro. Bro, I'm just I'm showing up. I'm showing the people my shirt, oh, man. Bro. Look, you just got clips. Somebody bro. gonna clip that you like this. Nah, but yo, but listen <laughs> though. Listen, all the my this is my show, bro. Miami Dolphins, Tua, Tyreek, Waddle. They're coming, you know, they're playing the Bengals. They have to travel on a short week. We knew what happened with the whole Tua situation. Concussion was his back. I don't freaking know. I'm not a doctor. They keep saying it's his back, even though the video was kind of suspect. I don't know. The man keeps saying it's his back. I'm going to believe him. He's saying that it's been his ass. No, I'm going to listen. So, about Tua. So, what do you expect from this game? Who do you think is going to win Thursday Night Football? Do you who do you, is there any surprise guys that you think they're going to be show out for fantasy? Tell me what your predictions are for Thursday night football. No, I got the Dolphins winning. Honestly, um, I just I cannot see you know the offensive line for Joe Burrow to be protected because Joe Burrow is getting sacked left and right. You know what I mean? And like that's going to be the key to the victory here for the Dolphins if they can get to Joe Burrow and knock him off his game. But it's going to be I would say a pretty high scoring game. I can I could see it being like. Maybe under, I'll do the under 50. Over under, I think it's 48. So yeah. it's, it's not bad. It's, 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 it's not great, not bad. You know, it's, it, it should be an okay game. It should be a pretty decent game. It's, it's going to be a lot of scoring because you guys gave up big plays as well. I mean, I definitely feel as though you guys are going to win. But from a fantasy aspect, I'm going to be looking at Samaje P. Ryan. He's, he's one of those Ooh, guys. I like that. Where you could plug and play there, you know, because just based on Joe Mixon being a little banged up. They're saying that it's not that serious. He'd be ready to go, but Samaje P. Ryan might be seeing a lot more work this week, and it's a short turnaround week. And you know, Joe Mixon, he he has that history of being hurt, and you know, you don't want to put him in the starting lineup, and then boom, the first quarter he's back on the sideline. So Samaje P. Ryan's like one of those fantasy guys that I think we didn't mention him on the waiver uh, wire, but he's definitely one of those guys yeah. you pick up. He's available. So uh, the big questions about is Tua back good? From what I've seen. His back's a little bit sore. I think he's also might be dealing with a little ankle yeah, this is problem. <laughs> like, yeah, he did his thank you leg wobble. We, we, we saw yeah. it. But from what Mike McDaniel is saying, it sounds like the, the expectation as to was supposed to play if there's anything un you know unforeseen happening. But wow. the expectation is uh, – but we saw Teddy Bridgewater on that one drive. God, he looked awful. He looked First absolutely all, terrible. Was pissed. Like he got to walk off the field, bro. Teddy would look so trash, bro. Put in have Skylar Thompson as a backup because man, Teddy be I because he's going to be starting. If Tua can't go, Teddy be starting, and we are going to lose that. I game. mean, Teddy Two Glove ain't really getting no reps in, man. Let him be, man. I know, but bro, he got he he, he threw look, a horrible pass. He didn't got he, sacked. They threw another horrible pass. It was terrible. <laughs> but listen, it, it is what it is. But. Teddy Tuchel, give him some slack, man. He, he got I, one of the great and, comeback stories. But I'm also not going to give him a slack because, one, he looked terrible Sunday. And then a quick turnaround, and I'm all of a sudden expecting, yeah, Skyler, look, Skyler balled out preseason. I think at least with Skyler, we have some upside. If Tua can't go, I'd rather have Skyler in there. But, look, the coaches see these guys every day. Look, two, they paid Teddy Bridgewater to be the veteran. We'll see. But I really hope Tua can go because – and look, we saw Tyreek Hill talking all that mess about Eli Apple. Yeah, I, I, think, that. I think, yeah, I can't wait to see that. I think Tyreek Hill is gonna have a bounce back game. Obviously, he didn't produce a lot on Sunday. Please, Wild, yeah, yeah. Wild's gonna do his thing. We know that Chase. Chase hasn't been great the past two weeks, man. We need Chase to look like. Oh, Chase okay. Again. 
Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you was gonna be honest. <laughs> what Jamar Chase? I'm talking about no. Jamar Chase. Chase Edmonds. Now we're talking about Jam- I'm talking about Jamar Chase has not nah. looked like he hasn't produced like Jamar Chase numbers. I'm hoping to see like he's got X is gonna be on him. Xavier Foster, Howard's gonna be on him. So. What's up? Sauce Gardner. He did his thing last week though. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. He's been look. He, he's been getting locked up recently. I just look, I just need Jamar Chase to do his thing. T Higgins. I know he's banged up. What do we know? I don't know if he's just playing or not. I think it's questionable. So that's Start something we need to board. monitor. I think he'll play. I think he came back in the game, though, after he got that hit. But I, I think he is a little banged up. You know, that's definitely something to monitor. I mean, two weeks, you know, concussion, uh, possible concussion that lasted. It looked like he had he was done. But, you know, salute to him for the toughness of getting back in the game. But I'm starting Tyler Boyd this week. That's my one smash. I mean, he he's he's always getting the lightest coverage. People, defense got worried about Higgins and Jamar yeah. Chase. Tyler, Tyler Boyd's always getting – but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Chase Edmonds. Oh yeah. The problem, the problem with Chase Edmonds is man, his snap share, he's not getting like he only got like six rushes last week. And the week before, he's only getting like six opportunities. He's think he just happened to score two touchdowns when everyone benched him. On anyone's benches, he scored two touchdowns. So that's the issue with Troy. Chase Edmonds, is that was bro, he worth a fifth round pick? <laughs> But I mean, look. Yesterday he was. I mean, Sunday he was. He was worth oh, it. Bench. He's bro. He's he's the goal line back. He, he's the goal line back. I don't know yo. if, if he's going to continue that role if they get close Why to the goal line and they beat it activity. to him. But no. But his his usage is definitely concerning. His usage is like an RB three usage. So I am concerned because if he doesn't score those touchdowns, he had a really bad game. So I'm a little worried about that. I think Raheem Mostert. Also, just a weird game. Dolphins only ran 39 plays. Don't ever have that type of game ever again. He had just six yards for carry. Yeah, just I don't know what's going. Yeah, so I I feel we can't use Sunday's game to predict the future. No, but but I'm I'm not looking. I would you could flex Chase Edmonds, I guess, but you have to be mindful that it's a risky flex play because you're you're needing him to either score a touchdown or break off a long run on a catch. It's just He's just not getting the usage I want. So I prefer he goes off of my bench until I see that opportunity share, that snap share go back up. Because, again, that usage is too unpredictable. There's other guys that I prefer to start over. Yeah, this doesn't mean start Raheem Mostert either, though. Because No, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't start either of them. Because, no, again, you're, you're, they're, they're flex plays at best because the usage is just too unpredictable. But... Look, you know somebody I'm actually might look to pick up in deep dynasty leagues just real quick. River Craycraft. River Craycraft, he scored a touchdown back to back. We he keep promoting him from the practice squad. He's looked decent. He's been scoring. Two has been looking to him. I'm not saying start him in the regular redraft league. I'm saying if you're in a deep dynasty league, River Craycraft. I'm just saying it's a little gem right there. Yeah. But oh, two are hurt. He might he either that or he monster. But the problem is also is that the Dolphins. They just haven't been able to run the ball. And they've had this problem consistently. Like their run game isn't like it'd be nice to see him be able to run more consistently to take pressure off of Tua. But I didn't I just think that the usage is weird. Like I don't know who to trust. Do I trust Raheem Mostert? Do I trust Chase Edmonds? Yeah, the 49ers backfield. I don't know. I just to mean it's just there's just too unpredictable. I just need to see one back. Get the consistent work. Like I'm, I'm trying to see. Like, can one of them get like 12 carries a game? Like, that's what I need to see for me to feel comfortable. I need to see like that 10 to 12 possible. carries. 
That could be but possible this week. On a consistent basis. Like that's yeah. what I need to see to feel comfortable starting mm-hmm. either of them in my lineup because these are their dart throws at this point. Mm-hmm. And then one of the worst fans in the world, if you start one of them on a Thursday night game and they suck, you gotta wait days until Sunday and pray There's that the rest of your life. There's where where shit goes crazy, where shit blows up. Like, but also, we don't we don't know how it's going to be. Is it going to be a shootout? It's going to be a low scoring game. Does Joe Burrow look like you know vintage Joe? Or is he yeah. just going to air it out? And Dolphins. Oh yeah, I'm fading any input on any London games this year and moving forward because those games are unpredictable. Oh yeah, like, so Sunday, yeah. So we we we, we ain't going to talk London. too much about this don't Sunday ask games. Me nothing about London games. I'm it's a dog. Now we'll we'll leave it at that. But guys. <laughs> I just want to, that's that's about it for us, guys. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you're liking the video. Before you go, make sure all y'all go in the video and like it. We appreciate y'all. If you're not already subbed, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're going to be back Thursday, 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 halftime show. Hopefully, I'm in Orlando, so there's a hurricane coming. So hopefully, you know, it'll hit me and I'll be back for the Thursday, Thursday halftime show. And like it's 10 minutes with our homie Sam Holt. We're just gonna be, you know, breaking down the first half preview in the second half. But again, we'll be also back here next Tuesday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have yourselves a good night. Deuces, y'all. Sure. Oh, make sure to follow us. T Mode on Twitter, Real Deal Fantasy on Twitter. Deuces, everybody. Gang.